0: And hallelujah everybody it is the morning after with nick and big j here we are on friday 26th day of june 2020 hi my name is nick ladies and gentlemen big j hey big j your thoughts to kick off this friday please give people a reason to get out of bed and continue on with their day
1: it's gonna be a beautiful day yeah It'll be warm sunshine out Not too hot (laughs) for Big J? Yeah, too hot for me, but not for other people. Oh, so it's a motivating factor for others. For you, it is not. No, no, no. I'd rather it be cold than chilly, but I think I'm in the minority on that, so. Well, yeah, and, and
0: the wrong time of year for it, too. I mean, it's just not, that's not coming for a while, buddy. And Probably the sooner you come to grips with it, the better off things will be. Any major plans this weekend?
1: Uh, Other than going to Team Moss on Saturday, of course. No, not really. That's nice. It's, suppo- it's supposed to be in the 60s this weekend, though. By the way, as the high? Yeah, high of uh, 68. Is on it going to like rain and stuff? Yep. Too. All right. I don't mind that. I don't but mind no, I don't, I don't. I don't have any uh, particular plans.
0: Do you get to actually relax after a busy weekend last weekend? I don't
1: think so. No, I don't think so. I got stuff to do.
0: You just told me you didn't have plans.
1: Yeah, I don't have any plans to of leisure. What plans of work do you have to do? Uh, well, there's you're going on vacation. That is correct. There's a lot to do. Does that impact your weekend? Yeah. How so? Well, because if it doesn't, then uh, then I'm gonna be uh, I'll be uh, under under the gun the rest of the week. Well, I hope like like There's not too much that you have to do. No, well, I, I feel like I do. I feel like I'm going to be working all weekend. Well, I'm. Uh, the plan is to uh,
0: get a little bit of the Head Start stuff done so that you don't have a whole lot to do outside of, you know, music stuff. Like, uh, I'll make sure all the Shuffle Weekend stuff is ready to go for you.
1: Too late, man. What do you mean? I'm already working on it.
0: Oh, uh, scheduling? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's, that's the only thing I want left for you. But I mean, like, the promos and oh. uh, the music, the lists I've been updated and already done.
1: Well, I'm taking. uh, I'm. I've been working uh, diligently here on the video stuff. So we've got uh, an awesome uh, virtual X sessions that we're doing uh, with Crowbot. So working on that. So pretty much, I go home and then I sit at my desk at home and go (laughs) go to work. That might. I don't know how long that's gonna last. Well, as soon as the videos are done, hopefully you get get to take a break. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, and this is where, uh, you know, where uh, I get. That's what I've done in the past. Like when when there's been some things that need to be done. I've done them. But, you know, that's kind of kept me in in um, a particular, I think, um, level of knowledge. So I, I need to push beyond that so that I can better myself. You need to make that quantum leap. Yeah, but without... Going back in time No, no You don't need to jump into somebody else's body
0: You just need to uh, advance your knowledge a little bit further than where it's at
1: We are off the rails Morning
0: After with Nick and Big J. The show has officially started because we're gibbering about God knows what Which means it's going to be a busy one today Including life lesson, care packages to give away Other fun to be had A we're going to hell story not involved in China today Which is always nice But it also means music It's Metallica It's nothing else matters here On the Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks
2: on the morning after, with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you by DMB Supply. Get hundred dollars off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU220iTA generator. Whether you need power for a campout or just an extra source of power for your home, come grab yourself a Honda at DMB Supply.
1: Big J, Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about it? Your thoughts, please. See, listen, it was uh, it was fun back in the day when's the last time you were at chuck e cheese probably one of your kids' birthdays oh
0: yeah that's right that
1: was the last time
0: uh well it has filed for chapter 11 bankruptcy my friend Oh man it filed for it on thursday tipped into doing so by the pandemic after all for already struggling before it began it was uh, it was on it's uh it, it's just struggling before this whole thing came down in march and Chuck E. Cheese and its franchise owners have 734 restaurants in 47 states and 16 countries. Only the one here, though, right? Or is there another one in the 2C that I don't know about off the top of my head?
1: I don't know of another one. Just the one
0: right down yeah. the street? Uh, the first Chuck E. Cheese was opened up in 1977 by Atari co-founder Nolan Bushnell in San Jose, California. It has kind of um, grown and changed since the original lineup has began, but it still kind of has that same real mentality about being a fun place for kids and of course has got some pretty m- good memories, I would hope, for a lot of people here in the Treasure Valley. Now, that doesn't just because they ch- filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy doesn't necessarily mean that all of the locations will close. There's plenty of businesses that filed for Chapter 11 that remained open uh, while it hadn't been a permanent solution and they haven't permanently stayed open. In every case, there are several companies that rebound. Remember, Toys R Us stayed open for what, three, four years after they ch- filed for cha- yeah. Chapter 11? Then they closed down. But it doesn't mean that all the stores are going to close down it just means that they're having financial difficulties and they're looking to get out of debt so there's that but as for now chuck e cheese still open here in the treasure valley but don't know for how long the nfl yesterday canceled the hall of fame game that traditionally opens up the preseason because of the pandemic the exhibition game was set to be played august 6th between the cowboys and the steelers in canton ohio the nfl also said it's postponing the 2020 induction ceremonies for a year so now the Hall the Fame class that was supposed to go in this year, will go in in August of 2021. Everybody assuming everything will be under control by then. I have my doubts. But. And also, Big J, say goodnight to Vince Carter. He officially announced his retirement yesterday after a record 22-year NBA career, the longest in league history. News wasn't exactly a surprise since the 43-year-old Carter had said repeatedly during the season it would be his last, and apparently he has zero interest in going to Orlando and, be li- and living in a bubble for three months. Carter appeared in 1,541 games. That's third most all-time between Robert, behind Robert Parrish and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He played for Toronto, New Jersey, Orlando, Phoenix, Dallas, Memphis, Sacramento, and Atlanta for his final two seasons. He is 19th in NBA history in points scored as well. So, so long there, Vince Carter. I was never really a huge fan, but I certainly appreciate everything. I mean, the longevity is something you yeah, have to appreciate crazy, no matter what. Crazy. So good on him. Uh, game of thrones has been over for a while but people apparently are still fairly upset about the final season of game of thrones are you among them big j yeah man amanda pete who was never in game of thrones was on on watch what happens with live with andy cohen on bravo and she's got a horse in the race because she's married to david benoff who is the uh, co-creator and writer of game of thrones and responsible for the final season But she says, quote, she thinks most of the blowback is not necessarily because of how the show ended, but just because the show ended. She says, quote, I feel like some people didn't want to say goodbye. She goes, I know I'm very close to it. I just didn't understand the blowback. She's like, for God's sakes, people, it's just a television show. And so she wants you to get over it, Big J, will you? Well, I'm over it. Uh, Despite the fact that it, uh, it crapped all over itself in the last season, that season earned 32 Emmy nominations and took home multiple trophies including outstanding drama, so it's done all right for itself, all things considered, but yeah, it did end pretty poorly. I think everybody can agree on that.
1: I, it, it ruined it so much that I, I, I have no desire to go back and watch anything again and just kind of leave it, leave it behind. You no. were you were thinking about a rewatch before the final season? Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, with with a great television series like that, and and and, uh, and the fact that, you know, in this in this binge era, you binge stuff and you watch it all all at once. Um, I don't think that you know some of the plots and some of the things that the details you kind of lose every now and then, and so you want to go back and watch it again and see see the stuff that you missed. Um, I don't really feel like doing that anymore. I hope this kind of serves as a lesson to some people. You know, I mean, because
0: the whole reason why Game of Thrones slowed down was because for the longest time, the two co-creators and writers were the hottest thing in Hollywood. They had they had three other projects lined up, ready to go, and they wanted to stop Game of Thrones so they could work on these other three. And since then, all three have been canceled. The way that they wrapped up the series and the blowback from it has truly... Limited their career options down the road, and so I I hope maybe sometimes people can understand and take a step back and go Okay, I I things are going really well right now people like what I'm doing. Do I need to hurry up and stop that? Or do I need to go on to the next thing? Because, you know, now they're out of the Star Wars universe. They don't want them to make the movie anymore. Uh, they had another show at, uh, at HBO that got canceled pretty much the second they, they decided to, to give them a script, which is, the, I guess, the whole premise of the show was that slavery still exists, which is not a good idea to put together right now. And, of course, uh, they had another uh, series in the works with HBO that they pulled the plug on as well. So now the question becomes, what do they do next? And right now the answer is nothing. I mean, there's not a lot going on in Hollywood, of course, but still. It is uh, it is an interesting lesson that they learned that they went from the hottest properties in Hollywood to nobody wants to work with them because of the way they crapped on their leg. So, we'll see where to, where it lies and maybe just maybe people will enjoy what they have for a little bit every now and again.
2: Big J's life lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Yeah, and this week's live lesson, Nick, is, uh, you know what, it's important to learn from your past lessons, and uh, recently here, as I was doing the uh, Longest haul stream, uh, during that I I was talking about how years ago I had mocked my kids for watching uh, other people play games on YouTube, Mm -hmm. and uh, that uh, I was like, I'm not going to make that mistake again, Uh, and, and so you know, fast forward to uh, the last couple of days, there is this uh, this new challenge, I guess, happening on TikTok, Nick, and it's called butt painting. It's called the butt challenge. So you take a a a, a black canvas. Uh huh. So in this particular case, uh, the kids are using uh, wood um, that uh, that they used to make my uh, gaming table. Okay. And and then you paint. Uh, your derriere, a different color, and then you sit on the canvas. How is that a challenge? Yeah, I don't know how it's a challenge either, but you know, uh, they, and they asked me if I wanted to take part, and I said, no, thank you. Don't need any, uh, you know, moose knuckles there or anything like that. I mean, they're naked, Nick. They're doing this naked in the garage. And so, uh, two things. One, I was like, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? But I didn't mock them, and I didn't start making fun of them. And then they went ahead, and a couple of them uh, did it, and then they showed us pictures of the result. And I'm like, okay. Now, at first, I was like, listen, that is an art. But then when you look at this, and you're like, okay, that looks like something you would find in a a dang art gallery. So uh, in, in this particular case, now that doesn't mean I'm rushing to go paint up my rear end and go sit down on something Uh but at the same time I'm like okay you guys got something here maybe you'll make millions with this I don't know but you know what go ahead and use the garage and paint your rear ends Uh, what did they do with the finished product I'm not sure what they're going to do with it just yet Um, maybe uh, they're going to hang it up how many are there as of now, I think there's two. There's so that I much wood left over from your, I, I, or maybe they got more. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've only seen uh, seen the two of them, and uh, I'm like, I'm going to skip out on this. But you kids, go for it. Be TikTok famous. I'm learning from my lessons. Did it work? Did they get increased TikTok views? Oh, I have I have no idea if they've. I don't. Have, well, one of them, neither of them actually post anything on TikTok, so uh, I don't see them. Posting this, uh, so that's another whole thing. It's like, what? Why are you doing this? But hey, good on you. They they enjoyed, they, they had some fun and killed some time here in uh, in these weird times that we're in. But as of now, you have no interest in doing this yourself. No, I know I, I don't.
0: Anything well, that could change your mind?
1: Nope. No, there isn't, uh, because uh, there's a couple things here. Uh, somebody needs to paint your rear end. Uh huh. I don't think I want my kids seeing me without my pants on. Well, you have a wife, you realize. That's true. You're right. That's true. Um, I suppose she could, but I, I still have no interest in it. Like, and like I said before, I don't think the picture would be nearly as pretty. <laughs> oh, that's a whole other problem, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just that's, listen, nobody, nobody wants to see that. So I'll let the younger generations. I bet you'd get art. some
0: TikTok views if you did it. I bet you. I bet you. You're wrong about the nobody wants to see that.
1: No, 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 no. I, I still say nobody wants to see that. But they, they all need something to laugh at and go ew. It's not the same, Nick. <laughs> you say it would be ironically popular. It would be gross, and people love gross stuff. Just listen to We're Going to Hell. But you have no interest in taking part. No, I don't want to be that guinea pig.
0: All right, all right. But you're opening up your garage for other people that want to do it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Come on down. Just wear a mask. Encouraging people to be nude in your garage. It's getting weirder by the moment. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your life lesson, I guess. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff. You're going to want to hold on for that.
2: Important stuff.
1: What's going on
2: in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Important stuff is brought to you by DMB Supply right now. At DMB Supply, get hundred dollars off the quiet and lightweight Honda eu 2200 ITA generator. Whether you need power for a campout or maybe just an extra source of power for your home, come grab yourself a Honda at DMB Supply. Big J, another day, another all-time high here, not only in Ada County but also in the state of Idaho. Just days after Ada County moved from Stage 4 back to Stage 3, new coronavirus numbers show the county continued to move in the wrong direction. Information released by Central District Health shows 112 new confirmed cases in the state's most populous county. That breaks Wednesday's record, which was 102 confirmed cases in Ada County alone. Canyon County had the second most cases in the state on Thursday at 53. And so that led Governor Brad Little to have a press conference yesterday. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, and I was very confused. What do you need help with, my friend?
1: Well, he wants us to go back to stage four.
0: No, no, no. Uh, No. See, Ada County is the only county in Idaho that's in stage three. Ah, okay. The rest of Idaho, he's saying, does not move to stage five. We're pausing at stage four. Yeah,
1: he wants everybody to wear a mask?
0: He's not making it mandatory, but he is asking that you, as an Idaho citizen, use common sense and wear a mask when you're out in public places. Yes. He is encouraging people via social media to post pictures of themselves in masks to encourage the use of masks in public places. But he's not going as far as some states have, which is requiring people to wear
1: them. Yeah, the hashtag is MaskUpIdaho. Right. And it's trending now. I'm glad it should. Listen, you shouldn't be wearing masks out in public, man.
0: I mean, if you're going out into a public place, it's different if you're in your car or if you're in your home or that kind of stuff. But, I mean, the numbers have shown that it does help reduce things if you're around other people that may have it. And it's about protecting other people. It's not necessarily about you. We can't stress that enough.
1: You want to hear a, 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 a statement of cowardice, Nick? Uh, okay. On my part? Is that doing your live broadcast last week, I felt peer pressure to not wear a mask. Because nobody else was wearing a mask. And I, like, I'm looking back on that and I'm like, I, I regret that decision so much. Like, I'm sick about it. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm like, why would I do that? Why would I feel? Because literally, there was, I think, one, I saw one person, and, and I had uh, our ex covering on for a little bit, but uh, pretty soon, it's just like, I just, uh. I'm like, I'm the only one, and I look like a weirdo, and really, I let that get to me and get inside my head, and that's not happening. I got a live broadcast to Saturday. Uh, I'll be wearing a mask the whole time. Wonderful. I I like to hear that. I I, I just want everybody to be healthy and and safe, and
0: right now, uh, you know, with things opening up, and if you want businesses to stay open, listen, we've seen what happens when people walk around willy-nilly without masks, and the answer is the coronavirus cases go up and up and up, which just makes people want to dial things back which leads to more closures so the answer is do you want things to stay open do you want everybody to be okay then do a little bit and wear a piece of cloth over your face it really isn't that complicated it is not required but it's common sense. But I was thinking about this the other day, <laughs> as I was, I was, as I was at the store. I, I had, I had a a general kind of thought, and it's a weird one. But it, it's like I was looking at the parking lot of the grocery store I was at, and I was like, this is a perfect, it's the perfect kind of like uh, metaphor for where we are and why this is a problem, because uh, we've talked about this on the air before. Uh, when you go to the grocery store and you have a cart. There's a bunch of cart bins in the parking lot that make it very, very easy for people to just take the cart when they're done with it, and they've loaded up the groceries into their car and put it into the cart bin so that it gets where it does and it doesn't go flying all over the parking lot. But I guarantee you, if you go to a big parking lot of a big, large grocery store, you'll find carts everywhere. Yeah. Not in the bins, just wherever people can leave them, whatever's most convenient for them, because it's not about, you know, the convenience or no matter how easy they make it, it's still people will take the most selfish way that they could possibly take out. And so I've always been a guy that I guess will put the cart in the bin because a big reason for that is I spent my teen years working at a grocery store and I used to have to schlep grocery carts in a parking lot and it bleep and suck. Mm-hmm. Especially when they were when they were you know scattered all over God's green earth. And so I remember that part of my life and I was like, you know what? It's the least I could do is walk the 20 steps and put it into a carpet. But not everybody has those thoughts. The least you could do is wear a mask to make sure everybody else is okay but there are a lot of people out there that feel like that's a big pain in their ass for some reason but uh you're uh, entitled to that opinion but you're also you know the reason why things are rolling back so think about that too if you're upset about businesses being closed you're not wearing a mask that's pretty counterintuitive that's all i'm trying to say speaking of things being rolled back because of the coronavirus uh the live action version of mulan may not drop on july 24th like they said it was going to Uh, This is now the third time it's been postponed. The Hollywood Reporter says it's probably going to be pushed back again. And now Warner Brothers announced that uh, Tenet will drop back two more weeks as well from its original release date. So things are fluid, to say the least. Uh, Things opening back up, movies being released, nothing is certain anymore. And so it's kind of like everything's a TFN situation as we go forward. It is probably a good idea to remind yourself of that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to hell in a couple seconds, and this story is a doozy.
2: Big J on 100.3, the X rocks.
0: If there's good news about what you're about to hear on this We're Going to Hell story, it's that everybody's okay. Apparently, it sounds worse than it is. Oh, no. But fair warning, it's pretty bad. Especially if you're a gentleman. Get ready to squirm a little bit. Oh, no. As we go to Cambodia for today's We're Going to Hell story. And doctors in Cambodia, Big J, had to recently remove a leech. You're familiar with it, right? Yeah, leeches. Uh, This particular leech had entered an elderly man's junk while he was swimming.
2: Oh, that's
1: why you're not supposed to go into the water. How? Why? Why? Ah. They say you don't pee in the water because of that very thing. What? Yeah, you you shouldn't pee in the water, uh, in, in certain instances because things, you know They'll get there. They'll get in there. Just like this guy. You never heard that before? No. Well, I mean, I guess I don't find myself swimming in a
0: lot of rural places. Eh, I think so. I remember
1: hearing Jeremy Wade say something about that once.
0: So I yeah, I don't I don't really I don't really worry about it. I mean, I mean, if I'm in something, it's a pool. And I've seen the signs where you're not supposed to pee. This is my ool. Notice there's no pee in it. But that's about the extent yeah, of if, my...
1: If it said uh, something will swim up your junk, you'll never pee in nothing again. Right? Am I is, right?
0: Which is we discovered earlier this week is also bad for you. Uh, but here's what happened. the the, and the leech swam inside the junk, right? Got inside there and then drank a full pint of blood. A pint like oh. now there's only 10 pints in the human body understand on average S- that sounds awful so here's what happened the guy didn't even know what was happening right he went swimming like two days before and then all of a sudden for the last two days he's like man and when i go to the bathroom it hurts bro oh no and i'm like 70 so i'm not like getting it on with a bunch of people i'm not sexually active it's just yeah it's it not it chlamydia hurts when i pee guys So he wound up in a hospital in Cambodia where they, uh, here's another thing that sounds fun, inserted a tiny camera into his junk and then that revealed, oh look at this, there's a gigantic leech right there in your junk. The poor soul told doctors he went swimming in a river two days ago, leading him to deduce the fact that the parasite had swum up his urethra and into his bladder. And then, indeed, the hospital released a statement warning locals: "Quote the waters are rich with leachage and other insects during rainy season, so please be careful when you're swimming."
1: That begs a question: If he had a narrow urethra, would that have happened? If well, he were Hank Hill?
0: Here's the here's the problem: His urethra, Big J, is forever changed because, unfortunately, the removal of the leech was complicated because oh, oh my the God. thing had blown up so big, a All much larger blood. size. Yeah so his pain was that's why he was that's why the pain was coming but it also meant they couldn't take it out the way it had came in you see so they had to cut into his organs and make it come out they used a tiny probe with electric nodes and tools to kill the leech before yanking it back out oh my god Fortunately, the man was released from the hospital after spending the night there. He seems to be faring okay after the skin-crawling ordeal and has been able to go to the bathroom with no problems. But the whole thing just makes me hurt. I don't like any part of the story. It's like every, you know, that's like a horror story, you know? It's like something you see on Creepshow or something.
1: Yeah, or they say, yeah, we're going to torture you. This is what we're going to do. I don't like it. I don't like it. It sounds painful. And then they're like, that's too much. We can't do that. But Sorry, here's, the, sir.
0: here's the weird thing. I guess if there is any weird thing. Like the guy, he didn't feel anything when it happened, he said. He said it was perfectly normal. He was out there swimming, having a good time. So he didn't even know what happened until he couldn't go to the bathroom two days later.
1: No warning signs. Yeah. Well, leeches could be inside you right now, for all you know. No. I haven't been around any leachy places. Says you. That's probably what this guy thought. I would would worry about a lot of things if I was jumping into any water, body of water in Cambodia. Morning
0: After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. People are fed up. We'll talk about it next on The X Rocks. Allison Chains, heaven beside you here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, The X Rocks. Big J, just three months ago, things were a little bit different. The world was worried, but we hadn't exactly hit the lockdown part of things yet. And people were just transitioning to figure out, is it possible to work from home? You know, can Mm -hmm. I do it? Yeah. And they found out a lot of people could. And we also have found out as of this week, Big J, how many people, what the breaking point is for working at home. Essentially, uh, three months is about the limit that people can take before they start to go uh, stir crazy from working at home when they're not used to it okay i i think you know people that work at home and and have been adapted to it have a certain mindset and some people can adapt to that and have no issues with it whatsoever but there are a lot of people that have never worked from home before and have had the transition to that and are not enjoying it or cannot figure it out and according to monster.com currently about 52 percent of people that have transitioned to working at home are completely over with it and never want to do it again that is what they have learned. They have reached their breaking point, and this could be why people are starting to spill out and doing things, even though maybe it's not the smartest thing in the world to
1: do. Yeah, I think three months might be the the equivalent too of uh, like how much quarantine can you take?
0: Uh, About 52% say they are burnt out from the stress, the long hours, the lack of boundaries between work and home life. And that's the other thing that that people maybe take for granted. It is clearly defined whether you enjoy your job or love your job or not. Just sometimes having some place to go is an important thing in your life. And that has been taken away. And so uh, 51% of workers said they're experiencing burnout. 52% say they're not taking any time off to decompress either because they can't because they're scared about losing their job. Without a commute to separate home life from the office, it can feel like the workday never ends and employees are working harder and longer to prove their productivity and make sure that they're seen as a valuable resource for their company, even though they're not in the office. So they face additional responsibilities doing that from home. And then, oh, yes, don't forget, you got to factor in, Childcare, kids family school other work stuff household things that are all factored into all this kind of stuff so this is why it can be fairly understandable why the breaking point would be happening right around now but this is it this is the tipping point that we've done and now we have to figure out okay where do we go from here because things aren't loosening up anytime soon in fact they're getting more constricted especially around here And so that's going to take some mental gymnastics in order to figure that out. If you feel yourself kind of getting to that breaking point and you're ready to go, this is where the mental health self-check kind of comes in. You know? Yeah. Figure out what you can do to help you get yourself out of that tense kind of situation. It's not always easy, I know. Sometimes maybe it's going camping where you're not around a whole bunch of other people, but you're out of your element and you're out of the place that you've been for the last couple of months. And that could help or sometimes it's having people that you trust over you know you can still have gatherings of small people and family that you know is healthy and happy bring them over have some fun figure that kind of stuff out Mm -hmm. but you have to do something to make sure if you're near that breaking point you don't go over it because that's no good for anybody and the only way that we can get out of it is if we figure this out and, and slow things down as far as cases are concerned and the only way we can do that is if we're a little bit more careful so try to keep that in mind try to stay strong change things up if things are getting tiring we get it it's a weird situation and it's difficult but we don't want you to snap like a dry twig basically
1: yes you know? this stuff can get dark real fast right so if you need anything
0: let us know we'll see what we can do Big J's a very resourceful man he's the equivalent of Red in Shawshank Redemption he knows how to get things I'm gonna get busy morning after <laughs> that's not the quote but I'll take it Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown. Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by DMB Supply. Right now at D&B Supply, get $100 off the quiet and lightweight Honda EU 2200 ITA generator. Whether you need some power for a campout or maybe just an extra source of power for your home, come grab yourself a Honda at DMB Supply right now. Big J, the human race. It's, uh, it's a weird one, man. We're in the middle of this whole pandemic, and there's lots of stuff going on, and the whole world is changing, and we're trying to react to it. And it's interesting what our priorities are when stuff like that happens. For instance, do you know what's through the roof in the last two months? Cheese? Lots of it. The price of cheese, as you mentioned yesterday, that's true. But also, the amount of people getting necklifts. They're very oh, yeah. upset about things. And the reason why? You you, you next? <laughs> no, no, thank you. Okay. Uh, the reason why? Lots of video calls. And so people are seeing their double chins dangling and yapping uh, around while they're talking. And they're nah. like, I have got to spend at least three grand to get rid of that. And so Dr. I got five chins. Lucy Glancy has said that her request for what she calls a neck procedure has been through the roof the last couple of weeks and she says it's an ongoing thing throughout the United States of America because FaceTime and Zoom calls are the new norm since lockdown and many people find the unflattering angle and lighting of those particular video calls to be something that they want to fix and fix quick of course she's happy about it because she's the one that does the procedure the procedure is said to last for up to five years it's, uh, it basically pushes around the fat in your face which is fun <coughs> to another part Uh, into your jawline and so you have less of a double chin and more of uh, stoic features if you will and it's very expensive but it's working because that's what we needed we decided we needed to spend our money on while we're in the middle of this stuff so I, I guess you do you I'm not here to judge I just feel like there's probably better things you could do with your time and money but you're spending time on FaceTime and Zoom and you go, gotta get rid of the fatty I guess yeah you could also spend your money on going to Churchill Downs. Officials announced yesterday that the Kentucky Derby will be run with spectators in the stands. On its rescheduled date of September the 5th, they were able to get approval to have spectators. There will be strict guidelines for a reduced crowd capacity. Fans will be encouraged to wear masks and practice social distancing when possible. And wash and sanitize their hands frequently if they're going to the races. So we'll see how it's all going to go. Uh, Kentucky Derby, of course, traditionally the first of the triple count races, but this year it's going second. Belmont Stakes is usually the last race. We'll run, we'll, we'll run first last weekend with favorite uh, Taz, the law wanting winning, uh, winning the actual race. And then the Preakness, which is usually held second, will go last this year on October 3rd. So Belmont Stakes ran. Now the Kentucky Derby is going in September. Preakness happening in October for the horse race fans out there. NFL has canceled their uh, Hall of Fame game, which is supposed to happen on August the 6th between the Cowboys and the Steelers. That usually kicks off the preseason, but that's not happening. Now NFL also pushed back the 2020 Hall of Fame induction ceremony to August of 2021. New music is starting to hit. If you are a fan of it, you may want to check out the new Bring Me the Horizon single called Parasite Eve. It's delayed its revival two weeks, but now it's here. The tune and accompany video was made by the band while in lockdown. The group also recorded in quarantine, utilizing both remote recording options and video calls to work together while documenting the whole experience in a series of videos. Apparently, Parasite Eve came from an idea to write a survival horror song. But as the pandemic started to develop, the parallels were similar that they decided to kind of shelve that particular idea. But as time went on, they started to feel how relevant it was, and they decided, you know what, let's do it again. So Parasite Eve is the band's message of hope wrapped in sadness and anger. It's the first song from a series of four EPs that Bring Me the Horizon will release over the coming months. They wanted to make four different records over the next year, and they'll share the name post-human, and it'll be totally different with their own sound and mood. So who knows what, what the future brings for Bring Me the Horizon, but I guess it's four different EPs that they're going to, I guess, collectively put into an LP once they're all released. So there's that to look forward to. Crazy, but I listened to it and I liked it. Yeah, I liked it's, it. it's
1: really good. Maybe maybe you'll hear it this morning.
0: Who knows? Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your fun. That is important stuff.
2: Smackdown. Right morning after with nick and big j
1: right indeed we will get you set up with a morning after care package it has an x rocks 25th anniversary sticker in it as well as an x face covering that we talked about it's something being encouraged by the governor to uh for everybody to wear when they're out in public so here's an opportunity for you to uh show everybody who you like listening to If you can beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown
0: Sent to your domicile via the U.S. Postal Service You don't even have to do anything We'll send it right out to you Free of charge If you want to play a little game called And you barely have to answer a question Pop Culture Smackdown This week, you're absolutely right Barely have to get anything correct 208-287-1003 If you want to play the game As they say If you think you got what it takes Let's go to the phones And try to find ourselves a contestant Good morning, The X Good morning
1: Hey man, what's your name? Tyler. All right Tyler, you're up first. Good luck. Joe Rogan hosted a reality game show once upon a time where players faced their fears. What was it called? Fear Factor. Right Fear factor is correct. Nick, what Guns N' Roses star decided his real name William Bailey wasn't cool enough?
0: Well, I know that slash's name is Saul. So I'm going to guess that's Axel Rose.
1: Axel Rose is correct. Right. The only two who change your name do you know uh, who played Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from the 2005 version? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is correct. Nick, what is the cult in Far Cry Five called? I never played the game. How would I know? You never played the game. I don't like
0: Far Cry. It's first person. I don't do that. So uh, the the uh, new dayers. No, no. <laughs>
1: you see, You got to come up with better fake answers. No, I don't know. I don't know. What, the, what are they called? Project at Eden's Gate.
0: Right. There you go. Didn't have a chance. Congratulations, hey, man. Play some video games, pal. I do play video games. I just don't play first-person video oh, games. Ye- oh, we lost. We lost Tyler. Tyler, call back. We want to get you your prize package. I think we get the phone cut off, or who knows? We might have having problems again. But uh, give us a call back. We'll get you your prize, and there's your pop culture smackdown. We will do.
1: I swore that Far, Far Cry 5 is also third-person, though.
0: Um, not that I know of. I will uh, do some headlines. That's happening next on the (laughs) X-Rock. Headlines brought to you by Bronco Motors. Guess what's going on this weekend? The red, white, and blue Bronco sales event at Bronco Motors Nissan at the Idaho Center Auto Mall in Napa. And the X is going to be out there tomorrow from noon to 2 p.m. Jason Drew broadcasting live. Pretty hot sale going on. A new Nissan, Infiniti, Hyundai, and Mitsubishi. They recently received a lot of inventory and new and pre-owned vehicles. So they are motivated and they are ready to go. It starts today and goes all the way through july 6th for their red white and blue july 4th sales event zero percent apr for 84 months 90 days to your first payment on selected vehicles so check it out and join us idaho center automobile bronco motors nissan noon to two tomorrow with the x rocks big j headlines are as follows calm down talk about late and cheese news calm down it's hard to tell if somebody is screaming in joy or pain sometimes agree or disagree big oh yeah And an Australian man recently told the lot that officials that he was talking to a friend about the winning numbers from Saturday's lotto $20 million super draw when he realized he'd won. So he was so excited he started screaming with joy. Ah! Ah! He then says that his neighbors had to almost break down his door to check on him out of concern. The man was one of 27 players to get $500,000 in Division I jackpot from the drawing. How does he plan on using his winnings, Big J? buy a home get the hell out of that apartment complex for people that can't mind their own business good idea go on get. but congratulations i can understand why he would scream not a you know a gigantic life-changing amount but enough to set you up for a little while
1: right hopefully yeah talk
0: about later cheese news cheese news do you love cheese yeah have you ever heard of wisps cheese crisps no uh, they no. are basically, you know, like uh, you know, like the crunchy cheese that you can make in like a pan or something like that. Okay. There yeah. are those, and they come in different flavors, and they're packaged and bagged and fairly popular in the Midwest. And more importantly, if you have strong feelings about these cheese scripts, you could have some serious money. Wisps is searching for a product tester slash brand ambassador, a position that they have decided to call the Big Cheese. And yes, it is paid $25,000, or excuse me, $25 an hour is what they're paying you. Oh, wow. So they think it should only take you about five uh, five hours a month to eat your way through the regular cheese shipment they'll send you. But it's all prepaid in the form of a stipend. Plus, you get training on how to test cheese, which presumably means you'll be able to throw around fancy cheese tasting terms like a pro. And then you'll get $2,000 American dollars to attend the World Championship Cheese Contest in Madison, Wisconsin in 2022. So it's something to look forward to, I suppose. Damn, man. So if you fancy yourself a cheese expert or want to be a cheese taste tester, there's a job on the market that pays 25 bucks an hour for you, Big Jay. Look up Wisps Cheese Crisps and see if you're interested. We'll wrap it up with Talk About Late. A Wisconsin man says he received a postcard from his parents earlier this month, and he was shocked to learn that his parents actually sent him the postcard 16 years ago. Tom Ramsden of Beloit says the past in the postcard features a image of Mount Rushmore and it arrived at his home earlier this month with a note attached to it saying it had been found in Green Bay on June 11th. Ramsden soon learned the card was actually sent in 2004. The family says they do remember sending the postcard but had no idea he didn't get it and was wondering where it had been hiding for the last 16 years. But, better late than never, postcards have uh, gone the way of the, uh, the, the Dodo, right? Yeah. not a lot of those around anymore certainly not getting sent around so it's a collector's item too put it on the fridge make it look good that's your job there's your headlines you're up to date on everything (laughs) sublime santeria here on the morning after with nick and big j a piece of rock memorabilia went for a very hefty free not too long ago big j how come and why
1: yeah kurt cobain's 1959 martin d 18e e-guitar which he played during that iconic mtv unplugged special was auctioned off uh, uh, last weekend for six million dollars a lot of money it's a lot of money and the buyer his name's peter friedman and he's the founder of road microphones nick oh cool you might be familiar with those yeah. uh he plans to tour the guitar worldwide to raise money for covid 19 relief for the performing arts community well, that's pretty awesome. So, yeah, he, he to- told ABC uh, uh, News that uh, while he's a Nirvana fan, his main goal in purchasing the Fame guitar was to raise awareness for that cause. He, quote, I thought, symbolically, I can pull this off. This is the thing to do, Friedman explains, because I could come up with $100 million or something. it just disappear. It's not going to do anything. He adds, now you do this, I got the world's attention. I'm in every bit of uh, press everywhere. And so he intends to tour that thing around, let people see it, and even let uh, some, uh, some people play it. Ooh. Some kids played, yeah. All right. Beyond its significance in the music history, the guitar was also at the center of the divorce between, obviously, Kurt Co- or, uh, between Kurt Cobain's daughter Frances Bean Cobain and her ex-husband. Now he said, "I'm not involved with the family thing." But I think they've resolved themselves to it. If anything, I think that they're happy with the to be out of that mess. And it was messy, so some good could come of it. He did add, if I met Francis and looked at her and went, wow, uh, that's your dad's, and it really meant something rather than just a coin, yeah, he'd give it up to her, he said. Oh, really? Okay. So there's a chance one day she might get that back. Yeah, that was a big, bitter battle
0: that she ended up losing. Like, it went to her ex-husband. It's,
1: that's insane to me that like that a court would—you know what I mean? That's just— ah. That, that seems bizarre
0: It's it, it, you're right it, it it is weird and unless like something was written down or something weird that's the only way I can see that happening but yeah she had to give it up so I imagine that six million or at least most of it went to him which is also like Ugh. you know it's kind of gross but at least he's doing something good with it which is very nice yeah uh, how that tour is going to work and where people are going to see it who knows I imagine those details will come but at least it's cool that, that something good is happening out of it so we'll see and if anything comes anywhere around here we'll let you know for sure Maybe get Big J to play a song on it? Yeah. Huh? What song would you pick?
1: Uh, I Stay Away. (laughs) Maybe Rooster?
0: You better learn how to play it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions next on the
1: X Rock.
2: After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X.
1: Yeah, we'll get you set up in the morning after a prize uh, care package. I'm sorry, care package. It's got an x Rocks 25th anniversary sticker in it and an X uh, covering, face covering. So you could go out there and uh, be healthy, be responsible. All those things.
0: 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play. All you have to do is figure out who Big J's trying to be with the Bad Impressions. Three clues will come your way. They all point to somebody pretty famous. Eventually, we hope you'll get to that famous person and claim the prize that will be mailed out to you. You don't have to worry about coming in or anything. It's very nice. Let's go to the phones. Hello. Oh, that ain't going to work. Oh, we might have broken them again, Big Jay. Oh, nobody cares. That could be that the, the case as well.
1: Why don't you give the clues, and then people can call them once they know who it is. Uh, I smoked a blunt with Joe Rogan on his podcast and got into a lot of trouble. I helped create PayPal... And I'm the CEO of Tesla. And I created SpaceX. We just put some astronauts into space. How are they doing, by the way? So far, so good.
0: Are they like anywhere that you can like get like updates from them?
1: The or space station.
0: That's why well, you can't go there though, can you? Hello the X. <laughs> they can communicate though. Hey good morning. Good morning, man. Did you hear Big J's clues?
1: I did not. One more time. I smoked a blunt with Joe Rogan on his podcast and got into a lot of trouble.
0: I helped uh, help
1: create PayPal, and I'm the CEO of Tesla. Elon Musk. There you go. He got it. Mr. Congratulations. Musk. Congratulations. Prize package or coming your way. Elon Tusk. Your yeah. choice. <laughs> and why is Elon Musk <laughs> in the news? <laughs> Sunday is uh, Elon's birthday. Uh, he is uh, an interesting cat, uh, so who knows what kind of party he's going to have.
0: He's a new dad. He's got a newborn. Maybe yeah. he won't have a party yeah. at all. He's uh, 49 years old. Kids gotta get
1: some sleep, whatever the hell that kid's name Wherever is. Wherever they're living. I don't know if he sold all their houses or what's going on, but he says a lot of stuff on Twitter. Yes, he's an interesting guy.
0: Uh, and I'm sure he'll have an interesting birthday. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J, we will wrap up the show. That's happening next on the X-Rock. <coughs> That is Volbeat Lafiathan here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And that's going to wrap up our show on this Friday. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. We certainly do appreciate it. A couple of chances to see us out and about. Big J, where are you going to be on Saturday?
1: Uh, Saturday from 3 until uh, 5, I'm going to be out at the Kmart parking lot for uh, the uh, Team Mazda, you know, uh, their big super sale. I forget the name of it. The 500 Indy 500 super sale fireworks 500. The fireworks 500, yep. I'll be out there, 3 to 5.
0: And uh, this Saturday, also from noon to 2, uh, Jason Drew be out at Bronco Motors Nissan at the Auto Center Auto Mall in Ampa for the red, white, and blue Bronco sales event, so you can save yourself some money on some Nissan, Infiniti, Hyundai, and Mitsubishi. So a couple chances to see us tomorrow. Collect some stuff from the X-Rock stock and have yourself a good time. Hopefully you have a good weekend while you're at it. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Here's some food
1: for thought, Nick. Stouffer's has created the first ever Mac on Tap dispenser.
0: I'm not sure what that is. It's or why it's we need uh,
1: it. think about you know you go into a convenience store and you see where you used to make nachos. Yeah, uh, it looks somewhat like that. <laughs> I don't know if it just uh, just you know throws out there the nacho cheese or what, but it says uh, they've created the first ever mac on tap dispenser. It delivers creamy cheesy goodness on Stouffer's mac and cheese straight from the tap.
0: So it's like uh, you pull the handle and macaroni and cheese comes out? Allegedly, yeah. But frozen macaroni and cheese.
1: No, I don't think it's frozen. Well, it's Stouffer's. That's what they make. I think that what, they've, what they're what they saying here is that um, in some instances there probably is fresh Stouffer's somewhere. Somewhere? Where that exists, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, if More to come. Would say. you eat it? Well, sure. hey, hang on. Do you eat Stouffer's macaroni and cheese now? I mean, I don't, um, I don't remember the last time I did. Then but I don't think you would. Why wouldn't I? If well, you put it in front of me well yeah but I'm te- you would have
0: to go out and seek it out and get it which you're currently not doing so I can't imagine you would
1: even if it was out there do you know what I'm saying yeah but this is enough to get me to be interested like right. huh good luck my friend maybe good luck they, they toured that thing around did they say where it's available or just that it's a thing that uh, it's it there's more to come
0: it's like the uh, the the five gallon gay uh, keg of uh ranch dressing right it's there just nobody knows where it is But you can get it maybe someday. And this could be one of those things as well. So enjoy your macaroni and cheese out of the tap, Big J. I encourage you to do so. Thank you. It's going to do it for us. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rocket.